0: Welcome back to trading 360. It's time for the 360 round. We're taking a look at mega cap tech. People were really loving what they saw in tech in 2023. But a recent pullback has sort of reared its head. We've seen tech this week down about 2 percent. Joining me right now, Quint Tatro, Managing Director at Jewel Financial and Jeremy Bryan, Senior Portfolio Manager at Gradient Investments. Thank you both. For being with us. Um, Quint, you favor Meta and Google over Apple and Amazon, but you did talk about some of the recent calls that we've been seeing on Apple. Tell me the big picture here.
1: Well, the big picture, Nicole, is these stocks are going to be trading in line with where we think interest rates are going. And obviously things were going great until we had uh, Jerome Powell on the Hill and talking tough and then everything in re- you know related to technology backed off. But so there's going to be sympathy across the board. There's going to be pin action. These, these stocks are going to be heavily correlated. But our note this morning is more in reference to really dialing into the stocks that we think are undervalued and more attractive. And you called it. I mean, we think both Google or Alphabet and Meta trading at roughly 15 times forward, relatively no debt at all and unbelievable cash balances are more attractive than Apple, uh, trading 23 times and growing earnings only at 9%, and Amazon having earnings contraction and still trading 35 times forward earnings. So we're kind of taking a, a scalpel here and, and picking our spots and favoring some of those names over others.
0: Right, understood. And Jeremy, you called this group somewhat of a safety play. You know, and I know NVIDIA was one of your favorites. Tell me a little bit about the big picture on tech and why you think some of these names really are somewhat of a safety.
2: Yeah, uh, it's actually, uh, you know, uh, on a relative safety call, it's going back to, again, prior to 2022, when they had a really dismal time, um, people kind of flocked to these things when they couldn't feel like they could invest in other stuff. Because you get the you know the consistent durable growth story from those stocks, and that's why I think that this could be a redo of that. Is that we've been looking for durable growth stories within our portfolios across the landscape because that's the kinds of things, especially as cyclicality has really kind of run pretty aggressively. I mean, if you look at industrials, they've run quite a bit, and, and these stocks have languished a little bit behind in that regard. So we think that there'll be a retrenchment towards these names that just have really good secular long-term growth stories that are more durable from a perspective of that compared to your cyclicals. Certainly we're seeing this in financials over the last couple of days. I think this is where people will go when they want to continue to have equity exposure, but don't want to take the cyclicality risk going forward as much.
0: I see, I see. So, Quinn, um, just a quick thought on Apple. You mentioned the Goldman upgrade. We had Dan Ives on who had a 190 target from Wedbush. But today, of course, we have a sell rating, a rare sell rating that has come out on Apple with a $120 price target um, over at, um, at Lightshed Partners. What did you think of that, Quint?
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I'm not a fundamental fan of Apple, but Jeremy's right. I mean, don't make any mistake. This is probably the number one safety stock in the market and was deemed that way by buffett and munger i mean it's their largest holding and when times are tough people are going to flock to this name so i mean you have to give the respect to apple but as far as upside from here when you're faced with buying an apple again trading at these valuations with heavy debt uh as opposed to buying a, a google or an alphabet at a very modest valuation, no debt, unbelievable cash flow, i'm I'm gonna err on the side of valuation.
0: Yeah, you said um, alphabet more attractive at this point. Jeremy, tell me about some of the names that you do like. I saw Nvidia, I saw Accenture, I saw Broadcom.
2: Yeah. I mean, really kind of the the tying bind across all those names is, again, we think they're durable growth stories. If you think about Accenture and Broadcom, they tend to weather storms pretty well. Their margins don't tend to have massive levels of fluctuation up or down. They kind of just block and tackle. That's what we really like right now is we like the block and tacklers, if you will. And, you know, from an Nvidia side, it's much more a call on saying if you want to play secular trends and semis and you're okay with the cyclicality, it's probably where you're going to go. Just from a perspective of they continually gain share with the with the with the higher you know higher margin higher product and where the puck is going for lack of a better term kind of kind of process in the semi space and so that's why we think that that one is still intriguing at these levels and we still own it but really kind of flocking towards you know those Accenture's Broadcom's and I would agree with um, you know on Google as well with regard to we think the valuation is actually pretty attractive there and we don't think the AI story is over by any. So it's not one I mentioned, but I completely agree that that's one that's a value opportunity as well.
0: Right. And with markets under pressure here, Quinn, I mean, this is, when you look at the S&P at least, the worst week of the year, the worst week since September. Um, On these kinds of pullbacks, do you say buy? I mean, where do you think we are in six months, 12 months?
1: Well, in six months or 12 months, I think we're higher. But, Nicole, there's an old adage, markets never bottom on a Friday. Uh, Even though this was a good bounce off the opening lows, I'm not so sure what the news flow is going to be over the weekend regarding this potential contagion. And that could take the market as a whole down further next week. So I think you dollar cost, if you have cash and you're on the sidelines, and you're looking for places to put it to work, I I like Jeremy's durable growth or durable story. I like that uh, terminology, I'm going to use that. Uh, I think you start dollar cost averaging into some of these names here, and you not try to time it exactly. But yeah, in a year from now, I think these stocks are higher.
0: Yeah. All right, I'm going to thank you both right there. We have some breaking news on uh, Silicon Valley Bank. Thank you both, Jeremy Bryan and Quint Tatro. Good to see you both.